The longest psalm in the Bible is Psalm 119. It has been called the psalm of the scriptures because it concentrates on one thing, the amazing sufficiency of God's word for our lives. Open to Psalm 119 today and open your heart to the Lord as we join Scott Pauley in this study. It is our prayer that through God's truth, you will find all you need. We are living in a world where bad things happen. And yes, bad things even happen to good people. The Bible says that the rain falls on the just and the unjust. The oldest book in the Bible, the book of Job, said, Man that is born of woman is a few days and full of trouble. So we know there's bad. But one of the great secrets to living a joyful Christian life and truly living and walking by faith is learning to see the good in the midst of the bad. Not when the bad is gone, not when the difficulty has passed, but learning to find the good in the midst of the evil that is staring you in the face. We have come now in our study of Psalm 119 to the section that begins with verse 65 and continues to verse 72, and I want to read it to you. And as I read it, I want you to listen for something. I want you to listen for the good. Because in this section, just like in all of the sections, and yes, in all the seasons of all of our lives, there are difficulties. In this section, you have affliction. In this section, you have enemies. In this section, you have the proud uh, working against God's servant. And yet, in the midst of this section... You have the good. In fact, there are three goods. See if you can identify them. Psalm 119, beginning in verse 65. Thou hast dealt well with thy servant, O Lord, according unto thy word. Teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I have believed thy commandments. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now have I kept thy word. Thou art good and doest good. Teach me thy statutes. The proud have forged a lie against me, but I will keep thy precepts with my whole heart. Their heart is as fat as grease, but I delight in thy law. It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. The law of thy mouth is better unto me than thousands of gold and silver. There are, in fact, four occasions where the word good is found in these verses, uh, but really three great principles, and I want to give them to you. First of all, in the midst of all the evil, let me tell you one thing that's good. God is good. <laughs> Somebody said, God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. Do you know how we know God is good? Because that's who he is. That's his nature, his character, and it's unchanging. In fact, we read in verse 68 these exact words, Thou art good. Now, I said to you that uh, there were actually four times the word good is used, the first time is in verse 66 where it says, teach me good judgment and knowledge. I want you to see this. God's good word is an extension of his own good nature. So when we say that his judgment is good, his knowledge is good, his commandments are good, his word is good, uh, it is really not something that we're talking about. It is someone. I have confidence in the word of God today. I rest in scripture. I build my faith on the Bible for this one reason, because I know it is rooted in the nature of God. And my friend, God is always good. The second thing you learn in the midst of the evil, not only is God good, but God does good. Listen to verse 68 again. Thou art good and doest good. 
Uh, what is the difference here? Well, in the first, we're dealing with his character, his nature. In the second, we're dealing with his works, his actions. So it just follows that if God himself is good, then everything that grows out of God and flows out of God is good. What does that mean? It means whatever God is doing in your life today, it is good. It may not appear to be good, but God is working behind the scenes. God is working beneath the surface. And we know, Romans 8, 28, and we know that all things work together for, what's the next word? Good. To them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose, the Lord in his own sovereign will and perfect understanding and mighty power is working for you and in you today to accomplish his grand purpose. Rest in that. If God is good, then God does good. Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived outside of the God-man, the Lord Jesus, wrote in the book of Ecclesiastes that the Lord makes everything beautiful in his time. I think so often the reason we don't see the good in what God is doing is because we're stuck in time. We're not looking at his time. We're looking at our time. We're, we're working on our clock and not God's clock. And could I just remind you that the eternal God uses a much different measuring of, of times and seasons than we do. And so you have to rest in this. God is good and God does good. And so it brings us to the third thing that is good in the midst of the evil. And it is found in verse number 71. It is good for me that I have been afflicted. That's a shocking statement. But the psalmist actually acknowledges that even the evil, even the affliction, has been good for him. That's powerful. Think about this. Why would it be good that we would be afflicted? Because in the affliction, we find God's way. In the affliction, we, we learn his word. That's literally what the verse says. Listen to it again. It is good for me that I have been afflicted that, here's God's purpose statement, I might learn thy statutes. You see, there's a, an instruction to affliction. It's God's classroom, and he's the counselor. Uh, and may I just say this? He's not only the counselor, he's the comforter. So the Lord is teaching you, and the Lord is going to give you the grace to get through whatever classroom of affliction he's put you in at this time. You can trust the teacher. You can believe that the instructor knows exactly what he's doing. In fact, if you look across the page, if you're in Psalm 119, and you look over at verse number 92, we read this, unless thy law had been my delights, I should then have perished in mine affliction. Do you see how it's in the affliction where the Lord is teaching you the deep things about himself, the secret things that belong to God? He's He's opening truth to you. I can testify to this. The hardest times in my life ended up being the brightest times in my life. Most difficult seasons I've ever lived through with perplexity and uncertainty, uh, with fear and anxiety. I look back now and realize God opened the Bible to me during those seasons. God opened heaven to me. God opened his character and nature to me. As surely as it is true that God is good and God does good, believe this today, rest in this, it is good for you and for me that we are afflicted. Now let me give you a great cross-reference to this passage in Psalm 119. It's found in Lamentations chapter 3. And interestingly enough, there are three goods. Listen to the words of Lamentations 3, 25, 26, and 27. The Lord is good. Sound familiar? The Lord is good, Lamentations 3.25, unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man that he bear the yoke in his youth. 
And do you know what the book of Lamentations is? It's a book written by a man sitting in the midst of the smoldering ruins of his city, the ashes of his nation, surrounded by evil and lots of bad things and bad people, and yet in the midst of the bad, he finds the good. What is the good? God is good. God does good. And it is good for us that God allows some affliction to come into our life to teach us more about himself. You know, if we got our way, if everything was perfect all of the time, we would become pretty self-sufficient people, wouldn't we? And yet, God has a way of turning even the bad for our good and for his own glory. Run to the scriptures today. Rest in our good God, because in him you find all you need. All you need is found in the Word of God. As you learn it and apply it, you will come to know the God of the Word more and more. Our prayer today is that you will grow in your understanding of Scripture and your love for the one who gave it. You may find additional resources for Bible study at our online home. Visit enjoyingthejourney.org today. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for your prayers, support, and thanks for sharing the Enjoying the Journey studies with others.